culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your twenties. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, probably interrogating my Uber drivers or of my neighbors. Some adorable memes and really cute selfies. I'm back in the studio and I'm excited to be back. My first taping of the new year. And if I know you the way I think I do, your resolutions have probably faded like my organic spray tan. This week, we're combining some old school nostalgia with some current real life adulting. Today's guest has had a major glow up. He's chopped off most of his hair, but now most of it's just growing out of his beard. You might remember him offering up some hot tips and tricks to help you survive middle school. Now he's here with a whole new survival guide, and I've got so many burning questions for him. Please welcome Mr. Ned Bigby himself, Devin Workheiser. Hey, Zach. How are you? Great, man. Thanks for having me. I keep wanting to call you Devin Work Harder, because that's uh, your Instagram name. I know. It confuses people. <laughs> the The history of Devin Work Harder is that Kyle Massey uh, used to call me that. And uh, I, when I created a Instagram handle, is I just put Devin Work Harder. I love it. And now people actually think that's my last name. So at some point, I should probably change it to my name again. <laughs> okay. So before we dive into it, you have to answer my icebreaker questions. Are okay. you ready? I'm so ready, Zach. That Pat. intro has me like I'm, I'm ready for anything. Set. Yeah, let's do it. Um, where did you grow up, and what part of the world do you currently reside? I grew up uh, in the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. Um, and now I live in Venice Beach. Did you enjoy? That's a contrast. Yeah, it's great. I'm a little bit Southern. I'm a little bit, uh, West Coast. Life's, life's good, man. I I loved, I loved Georgia. Uh, what's one word your mom would use to describe you? (laughs) Um, I mean, there's nice ones and there's real ones. Um, uh, kind yeah, she she'd call me kind. That's nice. It's yeah, a she, good mom adjective to give her child. Yeah, she's my mom's the best, man. She's uh she's awesome. We live like a mile away from each other. And uh Oh, she's here in Venice too. Yeah, she's in she's in Marina del Rey. And um yeah, she's the only like my sister's in Australia now, my dad's in Pennsylvania, but my mom's here and thank God she is or I would probably lose my mind. I love that. Yeah. Fun fact, what's one thing people would not expect about Devin Workheiser? 
what's one thing people would not expect? Uh, that's such a difficult question, man. I don't know. I don't know what people expect that of you me. You don't really have your shit together? <laughs> that's real. Yeah, man. That's real. All right. Oh, yeah. Every, here's, here's a great one. Okay. People probably expect me to, like, you know, have tons of money <laughs> and just be, like, set because they knew me on TV. Yeah. Nah, man. I'm out here struggling in my 20s like the rest of you. Yeah. So you're, like, really, like, Ned in his 20s. I'm, I'm, I'm truly... I became Ned. Mm. And I'm truly struggling through my 20s. Okay, trying to, I want to, to talk to you a lot about that. Um, drink a choice. What do you order out when you're drinking? Fantastic. Um, mezcal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on the rocks. Tequila on the rocks. Whiskey. Mostly just all on the rocks? Yeah. I, I don't do... Um, like if I'm if I'm going somewhere like fancy, maybe yeah. I'll get like an old fashioned or like a fun cocktail. But um, most of the time, I like drinking uh, liquor straight because yeah. it means less hangovers. Less hangovers, and you can pace yourself. You drink it like with slower. me. My go to is like a, a vodka martini, yes. or I'll do like a tequila rock, yes. Because you you pace yourself, yeah. you appreciate the drink, yeah. you build your palate. Yeah, you can't just like shoot it, and then that spikes your blood alcohol level so fast. So no, I prefer to like sip. Uh, like just liquor on the rocks and i love like good whiskey and good tequila no and i i like to make cocktails i normally like do like different fusions on types of cocktails that don't have like all the sugar and shit that's in normal cocktails so when i make them and then sometimes i make them for people me i like to taste my alcohol because again i like to pace myself and sometimes you're like oh that's so strong strong. you're like yeah you're supposed to sip it babies and appreciating (laughs) you don't just throw it back yeah no you have to earn it a little bit exactly it's not a cheap shot in college exactly exactly Exactly. Everyone wonders why they get so hungover. And yeah. I'm like, well, did you drink like 12 sh- yeah. sugary cocktails through a straw yeah. or a shooter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Respect. Last last icebreaker question, which is my favorite to ask. Oh, boy. If you had to be reincarnated <laughs> as a Kardashian, which one would it be? Dude, I don't keep up with them. Um, I don't even know their personalities. <laughs> I hate this question. Everybody knows at least you, one Kardashian. I hate you. I hate this question. Who would I be? Um... <laughs> So you have Kim. Everybody knows yeah, Kim. Yeah, everyone knows Kim. You have Kylie. She's Kanye. the self-made billionaire. Okay, that's kind of cool. You have Chloe. She's a little more rowdy, but yet like really reckless in love. <laughs> okay. You have Courtney. She's like super into wellness, but like a super bitch. <laughs> um. Yeah. And what's the brother doing? What's Nothing. Rob about? <laughs> he dated Black China, which did not go very well. Dude, I I hate this question. I don't want to be them. <laughs> At all, I don't want to be any of them. You can choose like a um, a a spouse. People have done like Kanye. People have picked Kris Jenner because she's like the matriarch that built the whole clan. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of into that. Um, do they have pets? They have pets. Who are their pets? Do um, you know them? I know. There's Sushi the dog. Okay. You want to be sushi? I want to be sushi the okay. dog. You've, you're not the first person to pick a dog. So if yeah. you think you're being innovative, I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten pets before. Yeah. I just want to be sushi because I don't want to be any of that. That's a crazy life. But I would love yeah. to be their There's, dog. Just oh, Gabbana. Gabbana is another. I think Gabbana died, though. Okay. <laughs> Let so me reincarnate as sushi, living the life of luxury, <laughs> eating the finest dog food. I love it. So give us an update on what life has been like since Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide has ended, since you graduated, even though we didn't see a graduation. Nope. We ended on a field trip, not on graduation. Um, 
Listen, that is 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. so that would be a very long podcast for me to fully catch you up. But uh, I will say life has been life's incredible, man. I've I've really I've loved how my life's gone Um, since Ned's ended. uh, (laughs) I thought my career would was just set after it. I thought it would just. Just the sky's the limit. Yeah. Just take off. Just movies. Yeah. Just coming at me easy. That is not what happened. Um, so instead, I got into acting class and like really learned how to act, which is great. Um, geez, that is. This do is, you think shows like Nick and Disney, because it's so overacted, do you think that's not like it doesn't prepare you for how to act in real life after? For, having, sh- yeah. for sure. For sure. Other than Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Because watching him on Even Stevens, even though he's over yeah. the top, he is so freaking connected and like really there. He's a real talent. Um, yeah, he's unbelievable. Like watching him, I loved and I loved watching Honey Boy to like really it, it makes sense to me now that he was so good as a kid because he was living through like such chaos and pain and he used it to was create. Channel, yeah. yeah. So uh, but that that's true, man. Like Nick and Disney acting is so over the top that it doesn't actually prep you for like going into real acting. Um, except nowadays it does give you a massive like social media following and that gets you in rooms, which is so fucked up that like now you have to have a social media following in order to to have a career instead of having like genuine talent. Yeah, man. I mean, it's where it's where the industry I mean, meets I, the artistry. I it's get where it. Business comes I understand in. it. I just wish we uh, we prioritized talent a little more. Me too. Because then you have people like, what's her name? Meet me outside. Catch me outside. Exactly. And I'm just like, why are we giving this her a platform? Like, this I is agree. not. I agree. Like, why? Exactly. She's all of a sudden big just because she's big, and it uh, it creates more attention to her. So like, she's set. And the hard part is, like, then you have kids that, like, grow up and they don't want to build their talent or build their skill set. They want to provide this shock value content so that they can get their five seconds of fame and then you hopefully catapult that into a career like she's done, which not everybody can do. And you have to give her a little bit of props for being able to really scale that into the business that she's built now. But, like, at the same time, that's not realistic. And then you have all these kids just wanting to create shock value content that, like, contributes nothing to the world. For sure. Um, yeah, that's kind of like a, a, just a, it's superhuman, but it's, um, just kind of like a sad side of social media is all these young people who just want fame, but don't really want to like contribute or like provide value to anyone. They just want it for them. Um, and I do kind of feel that way about that girl. Um, Hopefully, but she's young, like, and sh- and whatever team around her built that up for her is, yeah. like, they're smart. They're making a bunch of money, but hopefully it'll turn into, like, sh- hopefully yeah, she'll turn hopefully into, like, be a- like, a Kim Kardashian effect where it started with, like, a sex tape and it was scandalous, but eventually she's built a career that is, it, there's a business attached to it. There's the entertainment side, but there's she's also doing the, 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 yeah, the, for the sh- philanthropy and the, the, you know, activism that she's doing. Yeah, that's what I would hope. Um, and... Man, I think it's like the number one thing that like uh like teenagers say they want to be now. It's just yeah. like YouTube a YouTuber or like 
uh, Instagram famous, yeah. which is pretty wild. I, yeah, and I like I can't complain too much because like my <laughs> career is a fucking like I have podcasts sure. and like this is how I pay my bills. For like sure. I, you know, it's I mean it's crazy to look back and think that like I was the kid that always got in trouble for talking in class, and now I look back at my fifth grade teacher that like separated me from the students. I'm like, what now, bitch? You're uh, still there, and I have a podcast. Amazing. Was that was you? That was me. Um, I, that was me too, except I was very smart. So I got great grades, but I was also mm. like talking my ass off in mm, class. Very social. Yes. But, but I found if I could make the te- if, if I could make the teacher laugh with what I did, yeah. she could only be so mad. So <laughs> it like honed my comedy. <laughs> That's smart. I was like, if I can make this adult laugh, then <laughs> I'll smart. get away with it. <laughs> smart, smart, smart. Um, did you keep in contact with any of the other Nickelodeon stars or did you get to know any of the others outside of Ned's? Yeah. Yeah. All like at that time, anyone who was on Nick and or Disney, like yeah. the, the competitiveness between Nick and Disney is only through the business. It's not mm. between the kids. Like we're all kid actors. So like, we don't care what yeah. channel you're on. Like we're all on shows. So uh, Disney, whoever was on Disney and Nick at the time, like we all knew each other because we'd go to events, we'd see each other at the Kids Choice Awards. Like, you know Amanda Bynes? Uh, no, she's like the generation. Right before. She's the generation before. I like met her once at yeah. the Kids Choice Awards, but I didn't know her. Drake and um, Josh? Yeah, Drake and Josh, I know. Um, if I see them, that's all like, we, we like come from this time together. Do people recognize you? Yeah. I mean, now you have a beard, but like. Yeah, the beard helps. The, the beard helps it happen less, but yeah, it happens from time to time. Like, people still know me. It happens more outside of L.A. Mm. Because in L.A., my yeah. level of fame is so low. But if I'm in, like, you know, Michigan, yeah, it's like, oh, that's that guy. Yeah. Well, also in L.A., like, everybody could potentially be somebody and you kind of recognize them. Exactly. But you don't really know where from. Exactly. Do you still talk to Lindsay Shaw? I do. Yeah. How close are you guys? Um, We're pretty close. I talked to her, like, two days ago. Um, she's really had like a, a come up too in her career. Like she did Pray Little Liars and she's done a lot of shows. She's, she's basically done better than any of us. Yeah. Meds. <laughs> um, she's a phenomenal actress, man. She's, she's the best. Um, yeah, we still keep in touch her and Daniel. Um, I keep in touch with, and a lot of the people from the show. People love but- Cookie. I saw a lot of tweets about Cookie. People like, love Cookie. Everybody was like talking to a Cookie and Coconut Head. People oh, love people love, love some coconut. coconut Head. Yeah, Rob's the man. He's a DJ now. Pinky Pinkston. Ah, DJ Pinky. Um, he's the man, and people love Coconut Head. And he's uh he's really he's really just like taken to that. He's just embraced it fully. He still has the Coconut Head wig. He stole oh, it from set. It. Um. It's awesome. I, I was getting some furniture from him last year, and like I saw the wig, like on the wig head, oh my like God, on I a shelf, it. like basically a shrine to Coconut Head. Um, I put it on for sure, and it gave me superpowers. Why did you not post an Instagram photo? I I did. Oh, you did. I did. It's 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 back there. Sorry, I'm a you, bad journalist. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't read every caption. Yeah, you didn't read photo. all of my Instagram photos. But I did do enough research to know that you and Lindsay dated. Yes. How long did that last? Uh, we dated for a year. Uh, kind of like the last few months of the last season of Ned's and then for like a year after. Was it because you guys had such a chemistry like acting together or there was a good chemistry offset? Yeah, for sure. It's a, I mean, it's a pretty common thing that happens, um, especially at that age. Um, We were spending so much time every day together Um, and, and we're crazy actors. So like, we're like spending not just every day together, but like, we're like, making jokes and fucking like wrestling each other and like 
yeah, she was my best friend for yeah. a long time. And then as hormones started to occur around 14, 15, it turned into like love and like, she was my first love. How, why did it end then? Because first loves end, man. I mean, yeah. We were 15 years those old. But those are the worst ones because those are the ones where you like really fall in love for the first oh, time. You give so it your innocent. all. Yeah. You, you go at it with just no understanding of what a relationship Full is. Full 1,000 like, miles per hour. Forever. And then it, uh, it ends. I mean, yeah, like it ends like any teenage r- relationship ends. They just fall apart. <laughs> where do Ned and Moe's end up on the show? Uh, like if you could picture their life now. Oh, where yeah. do you think babies, marriage, no, no, divorce? No, they they'd be they would have split up like going into college. But if they even made it through high wow. school, for sure. Let's yeah. be real. If they even made it through high school, yeah, which they probably wouldn't, um, they would be done by college because yeah. they wouldn't go to the same college. Um, like they, it's very rare that people like meet and date in high school or middle school and go the distance yeah. uh, without a break in between like that's just not how life goes like you gotta something will break it up and you need to go experience other people and other experiences no, absolutely you need to taste all baskin robbins flavors before you decide <laughs> which one's your favorite there you go so would you has there ever been like an attraction being that you guys have stayed friends and i feel like it's so hard for you to stay friends with your first love has there ever been like a thing since then or it's always kind of been like we did that we tried it where we've moved on like it's like yes and no. We've gone in and out of contact with each other, like just because of life. Yeah. Um, so like, there's been you know like years where I didn't really see her or talk to her just because like life had us in other places. Um, and like I think there's a, I, I know what you're asking because yeah, I think there's like a per- perpetual attraction or yeah. just like respect Could for you each see other. Yourself dating her again? No. Okay. Um. Because... No. Because. Just because. Yeah. No, like, I'd I'd rather, it's more sustainable and I'd rather be her friend. Yeah. Um, That can last. Yeah, love makes things messy. For sure. For sure. And I'm not looking to, like, really, like, be with anyone right now. Yeah. So that's where I'm at in my life. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to commit or, like, be in. Hashtag single. I'm hashtag on my own and loving it. Why was Ned's canceled? Uh, it wasn't canceled. It was just that, like, we finished middle school. Mm-hmm. So we did three seasons. And to take the show to the next level, it would have to be a whole new show for high school. Okay. Which would change, like... The, change the dynamic. The, the yeah. show would have to, like, we'd need a new set. Like, it would have to be a new show, but with all of us. And uh, Nickelodeon passed on it. I, I think it's... Why? I'm not the tweets that I saw last night of people like begging for a reboot, dude. I I, personally like it's foolish to me. They, they're, they, our show could have, and in my opinion, like, well, at the time, I was fine with it not going. To be honest, you were ready for the next. At the time, yeah, we had done 55 episodes. We'd done that same thing for three years. It was a blast. I loved it. There was a sadness when it was over, but also it was like cool. It didn't get picked up. Like let's. 
I'm going to move on. So what was it like when it ended and then, because I know I've been in situations where I've had a really big career high yep. and then as soon as it ends, you kind of have like this fatigue or this like, de- not not necessarily a full depression or I guess yeah. some people do Sometimes, go through that depression, yeah. but like, what was that feeling like for you when you got off that high? Well, it was excitement of like, cool, this is ending, like yeah. what's next? So there was an initial excitement. Um, but just over the next few years, it's like, I got close to like next projects. I like tested for some things. Like it, it was just kind of back to the actor, like audition grind. And, and it took a couple years for it to set in like, whoa, this actually isn't helping me in rooms mm. truly like because of what you were talking about, because it's a kid show. So even though I was the title yeah. character, that acting doesn't wasn't translate wasn't making movie producers like oh for sure that guy um so it took a couple years for it to set in that like whoa it's like i'm like so close to so much and it's like just not i'm just not getting that next big thing did you blame yourself a bit like i'm not talented enough like what was kind of like the inner monologue that was going on when the jobs weren't coming as quickly as you expected them to um it was just like, it was more proactive. It's just like, all right, what can I do? Well, I need to go to act. Like, I need to get a coach and start, like, yeah. really learning what this shit is. Um, and that's what I did. So I'm actually grateful it happened how it happened. Yeah. Because I got in with this great coach in L.A., Michael Wilson, and uh, I went to his class, and I did a private with him, and I, I just felt terrible as an actor. <laughs> And I, I watched all the people in the class and I felt terrified and I wanted to cry. And also I was like, this is exactly where I need to be. Yeah. Like, oh, perfect. I'm watching, like, I feel like I'm bad at acting right now. Oh, this is exactly the class I need to hang out in. And I need to take private. Do you feel like they judged you because you had already had a successful show where you were the lead and now here you are trying to. Nah, nah, I don't think they judged me. It was just like, we're all actors in this room and like. Some people are going to have credits, some aren't, but like, we're all here to learn and we're all here to get better and we're all here to grow. Like, yeah, I I have not found a lot of competition in the, um, in the acting classes that I've been in and it shouldn't be a competitive, it should be a supportive environment Uh, of all, of, of any of the places in acting, acting class should be a supportive environment and a safe environment to like get better. Yeah. That's why you go to it. It's a gym that you can work out in with like no stakes. Yeah. And just like get better um so i did that for a lot of years was just like learn so what would it take for like a ned's declassified like adulting or what would what would the re what would your ideal reboot look like and what would it take for you to make that happen yeah um funny you ask zach uh i just over the last few years like all of all of these all of the tweets and dms that i get like it's pretty much constant yeah. Like it's pretty much every day that someone like tweets, I need a life survival guide or yeah. I need an adulting survival guide. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, hearing that for so long, uh, I, I'm like finally coming around to like, well, let's see if we can, let's see if we can make it. So, I mean, it would take a, it would take what it takes to get any show made, which is a studio picking it up and giving <laughs> us money for it. Um, but I have talked to Lindsay and Daniel about it. And, and they're I've, down. And they're down. And I've talked to Scott Fellows, the creator of Neds, and he's kind of down too. So we're going to see what happens. 
Okay, that has me excited. <laughs> okay, well, until then, oh, go oh, ahead. And the ideal would be, like, we're out of college, man. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm 28. I don't, I don't want to do a college show. It's yeah. it's life. Like it, and people have pitched to me like, what do you think about a Ned's reboot where you're like the principal of James K. Polk and it's mm. on Nickelodeon? Like, nah, dude. It, they tried that with Girl Meets World and it didn't. And like, nah, that's not. It because yeah. then the people who are thirty aren't gonna want to watch Nickelodeon right, right, right. to watch another kid show where like yeah. I'm the prince. No, no, no. We grew up with the audience. The our audience is in their twenties. You help them navigate that period in their, in their life, life that they need you to be there with them going now, through it again. Exactly. Yeah. So we'd be adults. We'd be post college struggling through our twenties like the rest of us. I love it. Okay, so let's do a version. It's game time. Let's do a version okay. of Ned's Declassified Adulting Survival Guide, okay? I'm going to throw okay. this at you. Okay, um, how do we survive getting fired from a really good job, Ned or Devin? Uh, wow. Well, you're going to go through a little bit of a depression. You're going to mm. be really sad. Your life's going to be thrown into <laughs> a bit of chaos for a moment because uh, something that was really good and kind of balancing your life has now been removed. So the structure of your life is going to wobble a little bit. Yeah. Um, but just like these things will happen, not just being fired, but like these massive changes that are kind of out of your control unless you did something to get fired. Um, uh, yeah. No. These, these big the changes boss. are out. These will happen in your life. And it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to hurt. And you just got to like ride the wave and find what the next thing is. Like there's not much you can do when something like that happens. Yeah. Like you don't need to blame your company. Like you don't need to harbor yeah. all this resentment. Like you just need to take the hit and find what your next move is. Yeah. Like that's it. It's all you can do. Um, yeah. Okay. How do we survive being broken bad at budgeting? <laughs> Uh, I don't have the answers. Can you tell me, Zach, please? Can you tell me the tips? Because I don't know. You have to fail enough times to the point where you have to force yourself on a budget. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. It's like you get you get your money wrong enough. Yeah. You I mean, a budget is so simple, you guys. I, I avoid doing it because I hate it. But a, a budget's so simple. Basically, you budget out how much you're spending. Yeah. Uh, in a month or whatever, and how much you're getting in a month. And the numbers will tell you what you can spend. Like, the numbers will show you where you're spending extra. Like, literally, yeah. you itemize it. Like, here's what I'm spending on rent. Here's what I'm spending on gas. Here's what... And it'll show you, like... And if you're spending more than you're receiving, you're gonna be broke, and you're gonna be in... Yeah. Break it up into the three E's. Essentials, end game, and extras. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you're talking. Teach us that. It seems like you got some tips on this. Um, how do we survive bad sex? <laughs> wow. How can do... somebody get better if they're bad and bad? For sure. For okay. Sure. We can learn. For sure. Yeah. Everyone can learn anything at any point. But see, if the only, I think the only way somebody can learn is if their partners actually tell them they're not good at sex. Yes. Which is the biggest fear that people have is telling somebody that they're bad at sex. Dude, this is so real. You're not going to get better if uh, your partner's, like, if you, all right, say your partner, uh, you don't enjoy having sex with them. Well, there's so many problems with that, first of all. But, <laughs> but if you're pretending that you're enjoying it, that's, um, it's a false feedback loop. We all need yeah. proper feedback in our lives. It's the only way you grow and the only way you learn. Even if that feedback is uncomfortable, you need true feedback this yeah. is how any of us learn and if you're giving false feedback that yeah. you're enjoying it but then telling your friends like oh my god he's so terrible yeah 
he's not going to learn or she's not going to like, it's not going to get better. So you got to communicate. Um, yeah. We all know the guy who's like, I've never had complaints before. It's like, that's not a compliment. Yeah. If you've never had complaints before. Like, I want to know that yeah, like, doesn't you've done the work. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's bad. Just yeah. means they're afraid to tell you. Yeah. So surviving bad sex. I mean, it, first of all, like find, find good sex. You got to yeah. know what and you like, got to learn know yourself. What, y- yes, you should learn yourself first. And then you got to know you got to know the spectrum. You got to know what bad sex is. You got to know what good sex is and kind of mm, gravitate towards. And don't be afraid to sex. ask for what you want. Yes. And don't be afraid to talk, communicate it. Like if you really like someone, but like maybe some of that uh, that sexual like conversation is um, not like smooth. It's not firing right. Like talk about it and talk about it when um, it's like a safe moment. Like. Just bring it up. Be like, can we talk? And I promise you, like, bringing up that uncomfortable thing in your relationship uh, in a safe way where you're not blaming, where it just, like, bringing it up as, like, like ah, I really want this to be better, and I really want this to work, and, like, what can we do to make it better? Just taking that little leap into that conversation, something will open up. It's called intimacy, and that'll make the sex better um, immediately. If um, your partner's not a fucking crazy person who just gets fully defensive and is like, I don't know, and they leave and the things, room and cry. Yeah. yeah. It's not um, about that. Okay, last one. How do we survive getting ghosted? Take the feedback. Mm-hmm. That's feedback, dude. Yeah, if they're not responding to you, that says a lot. And, like, you don't need to be with somebody that can't face... A real conversation. That's, that's, if someone ghosted you, like, why are you continuing, continuing. to try to get yeah. their attention? You've it says just given more away... about you and the worth that you think you deserve and like all of yeah, that. You've bullshit. given away yeah. all your power in the relationship by like freaking out about the ghosting and not just like taking it as information. Like, oh, this person, this person ghosted me. Like, oh, shit. Maybe they don't value me, value me like I value me. So 100. Yeah. All right, guys. I just want to say if you haven't done so yet, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to my sexy radio voice. <laughs> Devin, what is your favorite emoji? Um, It's I have lots, but like the one I find myself using the most because it basically Eggplant. has replaced. <laughs> you stop. Uh... Um, no, because it's the one that replaced LOL is the is the emoji that's like crying laughing. Oh, I love that one. I use it all the time because, you know, we all used to say LOL yeah. or like whatever our version of that was. So now we it's just, just do re- three laughing face emojis. Just, exactly. So that's my favorite one. OK, if you're listening to this right now and you love Devin on the show, leave three laughing face emojis in a review so that we can <laughs> bring him back next time. Yes. OK, uh, yes. to close out the show, we're going to do a rapid fire of 2000s. Bring it back or leave it in the past. So I'm going to throw two things at you. Right. That we grew up with in the 2000s. And you let me know whether you want to, which one you want to bring back and which one you want to leave in the past. Great. Uh, Nintendo DS and Game Boy. Uh, which one we're keeping and which you you get to bring, bring one back, back and kill one. Nintendo DS was the the flip, flip. one. Yep. Uh, and then the Game Boy. Uh, let's bring back the DS and Game Boy can stay in the 90s. Uh, okay. Uh, a pair of Healy sneakers, which was the ones yep. with a little heel yep. at the bottom, or a Razor scooter. Those are the ones that like yeah. kill your Razor ankles. Razor scooter can hang out. Uh, <laughs> Heelys can stay away. Uh, the Poochie dog, which was the silver <laughs> metallic dog with like the neon ears and had a little bone, or the eye dog, which is the one you'd plug your iPod into and then it would dance and light up. No, Poochie. Yeah. Uh, icebreakers, liquid ice mints, which were those little balls that like burst in your mouth, which were so good. Yeah. Or the Altoids mango tangerine sours. That no. were like, 
nah, not those mango. Really? Nah, not those sour. No, nah, you want a mint, you want fresh breath, man. That's why you eat it. Those are like the balls like explode in yeah, your mouth. Yeah, give you those, and then you're like so fresh. You're ready for the day. <laughs> um, gogurt, which were yeah. those squeezable yogurts, or kid cuisine. Gogurt, yeah, gogurt. Sure. Kid cuisine was so bad. Kid cuisine's whack. <laughs> Leave um, that. Burn in it. The Forget about it. Um, the Live Strong bracelets yeah. were those those yellow rubber blaze bracelets that everyone wore, or a pair of Uggs. Uggs for sure. You keep Uggs. Keep, keep Uggs. me some yeah. Uggs, dude. Live Strong was also uh, Lance Armstrong, who you know. There's some controversy around mm. that guy, but um, but we don't need a little rubber thing to know. I mean, we honestly, do need a little rubber thing to make sure we don't get anybody <laughs> pregnant. I mean actually that that company that that organization has done incredible thing. Yes. Incredible things raising money to fight cancer and do cancer research, but I don't need that little rubber band around my wrist. Out of style. But Uggs for sure. Those things are so comfortable. Okay, last one, a Nokia Razer flip phone. Oh, gorgeous. Or the T-Mobile Sidekick. Sidekick two for sure the sidekick two that that we had on neds that came out during filming of neds and like a few of us got it and it was the greatest thing in the world that little that little flip and then you had the full keyboard i love it i loved that phone this has been so much fun where can people keep up with you check out your music check out your new projects yeah keep up with me on the socials uh at devin work harder on instagram and twitter um facebook um I'm releasing a new EP in a couple months, so if you follow my stuff, you'll find out about my new music. Um, and his music's so good; like, gives you all the feels and just makes you feel like sex inside. Yeah, yeah, that's the stuff I want. <laughs> I want people to be feeling because, like, there's plenty of music that's just making people feel like exactly. bubblegum happy. I want to drop us into our. If our you want real better, shit. that's what. That's how you survive bad sex is you have better sex by listening to Devin. Kind of true. Kind of true. Wow, if people are having sex in my music, that'd be. Be really but it's like cool good moment. mood love music. It's pretty moody, yeah. yeah. All right, respect. Um, yeah, follow me to hear about my new music. And um, if you're a fan of Ned's and want the show to come back, just keep talking about it on social media, and I'm going to see what I can do. All right, guys, check out Devin Workheiser at Devin Work Harder on all the social means. And if you want to get in the mood and get in your feels tonight, definitely check out his music. So Don't forget to stock up on No Filter merch. Get an un- um, emotionally unavailable t-shirt powered by coffee and dry shampoo phone case. Stock <laughs> oh up goodness. right now. Use code No Filter for 20% off at JustPlainZach.com. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Every Monday and Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Luminary, everywhere. Please subscribe and leave me a good review (laughs) because I love that validation. Okay, bye. Thanks, Zach.